Welcome back to the Hot Tibet's Daily Pick Show for Saturday, February 26th. Back with some more college basketball action for today. Before we get into Saturday's show, a quick recap for Friday. Currently, the only game we had, Troy taking on Texas State, is in the first half. Troy's got a small one-point lead at the moment, um, so we'll have to wait and see how that one ends up. But make sure you're following Best Damp, the community tab on Twitter, to see the results for everything. So let's jump right into Saturday's card. First game I want to take a look at for Saturday's card, Kennesaw State taking on Liberty. Kennesaw 12 and 16 on the season. Liberty is 10 and or 20 and 10 rather. Um, this Liberty team has been very, very solid. 117 in Kim Palm, 108 in the hot Tibet rankings. Kennesaw State, not so much. 230 in the Kim Palm, 296th in the hot Tibet rankings. And you know, um, well, Kennesaw hasn't been a great team. They do come into this game following a win over Stetson. And overall in conference play, they've been pretty average. I mean, a seven and eight record overall but they do already have a loss at home to this liberty team earlier in the season a game that liberty um, went into kennesaw and won by 15 points overall liberty has been very very solid in conference play 11 and 4 overall and you know liberty has a great score and darius mcgee who leads this liberty team in scoring with 23.9 points per game i mean he is the heart and soul of this liberty team keegan mcdonald behind him only dropping 10 points per game but overall because of mcgee and, and, and really the whole team you know the team as a whole liberty has shot the ball very very well a 56.5 effective field goal percentage on the season they're actually the sixth best team in the country in that category they're also in 39.4 percent from beyond the arc the fourth best team in the country in that category and 75.2 percent of their free throws um so i mean liberty can shoot the ball very very well and you know kennesaw for what they are has a couple of scores as well um chris Youngblood leads this Kennesaw team in scoring with 13.7 points per game. Troll Burden also dropping 11.7 points per game. But, you know, overall, they've had some more shooting struggles this season. Only a 51.3 effective field goal percentage, only 34.4% from the arc. And their free throw shooting for Kennesaw has been a major, major struggle. 65.3 from the free throw line, 347th worst team in the country when it comes to free throw shooting. Um, and offensively, it hasn't been terrible for Kennesaw, but not great. 115 adjusted offensive efficiency according to Kim Palm well Liberty comes into this game 88th in adjusted offensive efficiency Liberty also gets the major edge on the defensive side of the ball 158th in adjusted defensive efficiency according to Kim Palm um, well Liberty comes into this one 288th on the defensive side of the ball um, and you know the, the Kennesaw defense for how bad the offense has been is probably been even worse on the defensive side of the ball one major struggle area for this Kennesaw State team has been their shot defense you know they're allowing a 53.2 effective field goal percentage on the season as well as a 36.6 three-point percentage not to say that liberty's shot defense is you know the best in the world but it's certainly been better than kennesaw state um you know liberty holding teams to a 48.5 effective field goal percentage as well as 34 percent from beyond the arc and for what they are liberty has been a fairly solid team on the defensive side of the basketball and quite honestly i think kennesaw state continues to struggle especially on the road in this game going against the liberty team that's going to be you know in their last game of the season senior night at home for liberty in this game i think they have a big big performance to end the season give me liberty minus 10 here against kennesaw state Next up, we're taking a look. New Orleans taking on Northwestern State. New Orleans is 16 and 10 on the season. Northwestern State, 8 and 21. I um, mean, you know, New Orleans has been semi strong, you know, 
definitely below average, but 240 in Kim Palm, 286 in the hot to bill rankings. Still not nearly as bad as Northwestern State, who comes into this one, two or 327 in Kim Palm and 341 in the hot to bill rankings. And for this Northwestern State team, they come into this game following a loss to Nichols State on Thursday. And it's been, you know, pretty much the whole story for this Northwestern State team as of late. Losses in five of their last six games. On the other hand, though, New Orleans has been playing very, very strong basketball overall in conference play. They're nine and two, including a win over this Northwestern State team um, in their first meeting this season. Um, and New Orleans has a couple of great shooters. Derek St. Hilaire um, leads this team in scoring with 20.6 points per game. He's been on fire. Troy Green for New Orleans also dropping 15.3 points per game. And overall, they've been a fairly solid team shooting the basketball. 50.6 effective field goal percentage, 32.4% from beyond the arc, and a 73.4 free throw percentage. But, you know, if Northwestern State has anything to play for, it is on the offensive side of the ball. They've equally been um, a fairly good team shooting basketball. Kendall Coleman for Northwestern State leads them with 15.6 points per game. Carvalta set also dropping 12.8 points per game. And overall, Northwestern State has shot the ball fine. A 49.5 effective field goal percentage, 34.7% from beyond the arc, and 69.5 from the free throw line. Um, but, you know, these two teams fairly even on the offensive side of the ball. New Orleans 277 adjusted offensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm. Well, Northwestern State 241 on the offensive side of the ball. Um, but, you know, New Orleans has a huge advantage on defense. 194 adjusted defensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm, compared to Northwestern State, who has really, really struggled. 350th in adjusted defensive efficiency. I mean, this Northwestern State team has just been very, very bad on the defensive side of the ball. And one of the major areas of struggle has been their shot defense, you know, allowing a 53.4 effective field goal percentage on the season, as well as 33.9% from beyond the arc. New Orleans, on the other hand, has been fairly stolid on the defensive side of the ball. They've been a pretty strong team. Their shot defense has been stronger, um, holding teams to a 48.7 effective field goal percentage, as well as 31% from beyond the arc. Um, and this is a New Orleans team that has really played very, very strong here in conference play. You know, only two conference losses this entire season. And I really love this team going on the road against Northwestern State, a team they've already beat once this season. I think it's a Northwestern State team that's going to struggle um, even at home in this game. Give me New Orleans minus one and a half here against Northwestern State. Next up on the card, we got Murray State taking on Southeast Missouri. Murray State 27 and 2 on the year. SEMO is 13 and 16. And I mean, this Murray State team has been unbelievable this season. 24th in Kim Palm, 87 in the hot to bear rankings. SEMO 278 in Kim Palm, 281 in the hot to bear rankings. And I mean, Murray State's only two losses this season, a loss to Tennessee State, um, or East Tennessee State rather, um, and Auburn. You know, they're 17-0 and 0 in conference play entering this game. And, you know, <laughs> this is probably the most magic I've seen from a Murray State team, you know, since, since the John Morant season. I mean, it, it's been amazing to watch this Murray State team play and just watch them get better and better as the season goes on and when we look over at SEMO you know this game is going to be tough for them overall SEMO's 8-8 eight and eight here in conference play they come into this one following a win over Tennessee Martin in their last game but when we look back to the first meeting between these two teams granted it was early in the season but it was a game that Murray State did win by 25 points on the road um, or, or at home rather SEMO on the road in that one um, Murray State won by 24 five points at home is what I was trying to say there but um, not the 
to say SEMO is a bad team. I mean, they've got a couple of scores, and offensively, they've been a decent team. I mean, Eric Reed Jr. leads SEMO in scoring with 16.3 points per game. Philip Russell also dropping 14.4 points per game. But, you know, overall, the 51.4 effective field goal percentage, 35.2% from beyond the arc, and the 73.7 free throw percentage. Not a bad team at all shooting the basketball. And, they, you know, with, with that one stat alone, they're similar to what Murray State has done. You know, K.J. Williams for Murray State leads this team in scoring with 18 points per game. Trevin Brown dropping 16.4. Um, and, and like I said, similar shooting, a 53.1 effective field goal percentage, 34.5% from beyond the arc, and a 70.1 free throw percentage for this Murray State team. Um, but even with that said, Murray State has just been such a good team on the offensive side of the ball this season. A 32 adjusted offensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm, for Murray State, while CMO 100. 40th on the offensive side of the ball um, but where this you know gap really starts to widen is on the defensive side of things murray state also 32nd in defensive efficiency uh while semo 335th in adjusted defensive efficiency according to ken palm and you know this semo defense is just not on the same level as their offense they really really have struggled this season especially when it comes to rebounding the basketball you know semo's only pulling down 25.6 percent off the offensive glass 264th in the country off the defensive glass they're only pulling down 70.8 percent 226th in the country in that category um and you know when we look over to murray state they've just been a much better team overall rebounding the ball they've been very very solid 35.5 percent off the offensive glass 11th in the country and 73.8 percent off the defensive glass 95th in the country in that category so um you know this murray state team just all around is by far and away the best team in the ohio valley right now sure you know belmont maybe give them a little bit of a competition in the tournament um but for the most part it's a conference that murray state has locked up you know two losses on the season are not bad losses at all they're going up against the simo team here on the road to finish the season i think murray state continues to play well you know they don't want to let that momentum go away going into the conference um tournament um and then into march madness i think murray state continues to play strong finishes out the season with a big road win um and, and takes down simo in this game so give me murray state minus 11 and a half here against southeast missouri Next up, we got an ACC game between Louisville and Wake Forest. Louisville is 12 and 15 on the season. Wake Forest 21 and 8. And Wake Forest has been a surprisingly good team this year. You know, 38th in Kim Palm, 84 in hot debut rankings. Louisville a little bit down, 124 in Kim Palm, 66 in the hot debut rankings. But you know, this Louisville team, ever since Chris Mack got fired, which, you know, was was warranted um they have just not looked good i mean one win in their last nine games granted they actually did beat this wake forest team in the first game um back in december a home win for louisville a four point win in that game but these are two teams that have gone in completely different directions from that game i mean wake forest um has looked very very strong 11 7 overall in acc play not to mention a great home win over notre dame last week and you know this wake forest team really has a couple of very good scores Elias williams leads the wake forest team in scoring with 19.7 points per game jake lariva also dropping 14.8 points per game and overall they have just been an extremely good shooting team this season a 55.5 effective field goal percentage they're actually 15th in the country in that category 34.7 percent from beyond the arc and 73.4 percent from the free throw line um and when we look over at louisville you can't say the same thing about their scoring i mean heck louisville doesn't even have 
anyone on their team that has averaged double digits this season. That is absolutely insane. I quite honestly don't even know how you do that. I mean, surely one guy lucks into double digits, but not for Louisville. I mean, Noah Locke leads them in scoring with 9.7 points per game. Well, actually, Malik Williams is also dropping 9.7 points per game. So top two scores, both averaging 9.7 points per game. And overall, it has been a struggle for Louisville shooting the ball. A 48.8 effective field goal percentage, 31.1% from beyond the arc, as well as only hitting 68.1% of their free throws. Um, and offensively, I mean, Louisville has just really struggled this year. 194th on adjusted offensive efficiency, according to Kim Palm, compared to Wake Forest, who comes into this game 47th on the offensive side of the ball. Wake Forest also has a huge advantage on defense. They're 50th in defensive efficiency, while Louisville 88th in adjusted defensive efficiency, um, according to Ken Palm. And, and like I said, I mean, Louisville really, really struggles on the offense. The defense has been slightly better. I mean, they have a, a fairly strong shot defense. Like, it hasn't been horrible this season. They have held teams to a 49.3 effective field goal percentage, as well as 33.6% from beyond the arc. But what they've done, Wake Forest has just done that much better. I mean, Wake Forest's shot defense has been even better, holding teams to a 47 effective field goal percentage, as well as 32.1% from beyond the arc. And if we're being quite honest, what Steve Forbes has done in only his second year um, for Wake Forest has been pretty remarkable. I mean, this team is playing very, very good basketball. They seem to be peaking at the right time. Um, and at home in this game, I think going up against Louisville um, is a great matchup for them. I think they run away with this game. I think Louisville really can struggle or struggles to control any level of this game um and it's kind of just that same louisville team we've been seeing for quite a while now so give me wake forest minus eight here against louisville next up we head to the mountain west colorado state taking on utah state colorado state comes into this game 22 and 4 on the season utah state is 16 and 13 and for colorado state 36th in kim palm 61st in the high debit rankings utah state 52nd in kim palm 57th in the hot tip at rankings but um you know colorado state has been a very very solid basketball team this season they're 12 and 4 in mountain west play um through this game great win over wyoming on wednesday night and really colorado state has looked like a very very impressive team and in fact they got the win over this utah state team in the first meeting a five-point win for them at fort collins um and overall utah state has really been a team that has struggled um against the top opponents in the mountain west this season but Utah State has not been a terrible team shooting the ball. In fact, they've been decently good. I mean, Justin Bean leads them in scoring with 18.1 points per game. Brandon Havith dropping 13.6 points per game. And this team has done, like I said, a good job shooting the ball. A 56 or 54.6 effective field goal percentage, 34.3% from beyond the arc, as well as in 74.3% of their free throws. But for how good Utah State has shot the ball, Colorado State's shot it just that much better. I mean, David Roby leads Colorado State with 19.7 points per game. Isaiah Stevens is all also dropping 15 points per game and overall they have actually been the better shooting team believe it or not a 55.5 effective field goal percentage 36.3 percent from beyond the arc and they're hitting 79.1 percent of their free throws colorado state shooting the ball has been absolutely insane this year they have been very very solid it's a big reason why they're 19th and adjusted offensive efficiency according to ken palm utah state right behind him at 35th um, and adjusted offensive efficiency and utah state does get the slight edge on defense 73rd and just a defensive efficiency compared to Colorado State, who's 98th in adjusted defensive efficiency.
efficiency. Um, and, you know, both these teams have been pretty strong on both sides of the ball. Utah State, um, the one area that they have had some struggles offensively, they've struggled a little bit to hold on to the ball. They do turn it over quite a bit, turning it over on 18.6% of their possessions, um, you know, 181st in the country when it comes to turning the ball over. Colorado State has done a much, much better job holding on to the basketball, only turning it over on 14.5% of their possessions, ninth in the country um, in that category. And offensively, I mean, this Colorado State team is just so, so strong. It's really hard to get through them. And I love Ryan Odom. I love him at UMBC. I love him coming to Utah State here. Um, but they have definitely struggled against better teams this season. I think Utah State's time will be coming up. Maybe not next year, probably the year after that. I think they'll be a very, very solid team. At the moment, though, I think Colorado State is really just a much better team going into this game. And if we're being quite honest, this is a must-win game for Colorado State um, when you factor in Mountain West seeding for the tournament, which you know could be play a huge factor in, in who ends up getting the at-large bid and, and how seeding works for March Madness. So this is a game that Colorado State undoubtedly wants to win. I think they show up big time here um and i love them plus two and a half so give me colorado state plus two and a half here against utah state and the final game on the card we head to the island cal state bakersfield taking on hawaii hawaii is 14 and 9 on the season cal state bakersfield is 7 and 15 um, and hawaii's been a pretty good team 166 in kim palm 189 in the hot tibet rankings bakersfield 289 or 268 in Palm, 204 in the hot to bet rankings. And believe it or not, I think this is the first time I'm betting Hawaii on the island this season, which is a little bit surprising to me because they've actually been a fairly strong team this season. I'm surprised I haven't um, liked them in any spots, but this will be their last home game of the season. And they've looked fairly solid as of late. Wins in three of their last four games for Hawaii, eight and four thus far in conference play. And, you know, when we look over to this Bakersfield team, it was a team that lost the first meeting between these two teams at home, a four point loss for Bakersfield um, and you know this team only has one win in their last 10 games Bakersfield has just really really been struggling this season um, shooting the ball has not been good for Cal State Bakersfield you know Justin McCall leads them in scoring with 10.8 points per game Caleb Higgins is also dropping 10.8 points per game but overall their shooting's horrendous a 44.1 effective field goal percentage they're 352nd in the category in the, in the country in that category a 28.4 three-point percentage 350th in the country in that category and they're also only hitting 72.9 percent of their free throws so um shooting has been a major struggle for bakersfield and i'm not saying hawaii's the best shooting team in the world um and they're especially going to be knocked down a peg in this game i mean noah coleman their leading scorer on the season was injured a couple games ago um he is out for the season they're going to look for Jerome Desners to step up here in this game. He's dropping 11.2 points per game. Now the leading scorer for this Hawaii team. But even with that said, I mean, Hawaii has definitely been a better team shooting the basketball when compared to Cal State Bakersfield. Not that that's a hard task to accomplish, um, but they've been a fairly high step above them. I mean, a 50.8 effective field percentage on the season for Hawaii, as well as dropping 34.3% from beyond the arc and 73.2% from the free throw line. And it's a big reason why Hawaii is the better team offensively in this game. 180th in adjusted offensive efficiency, according to Ken Palm, while Bakersfield 257th. Um, Hawaii, though, even stronger on defense. 161 in adjusted 
to defensive efficiency. Bakersfield, even worse on defense, 273 on the defensive side of the ball. Um, and, you know, like I said, I mean, things for on both sides of the basketball are not good for Cal State Bakersfield. Their shot defense, especially, um, really continues to be a struggle, allowing a 51.8 effective field goal percentage as well as 34.6% from beyond the arc. Hawaii, on the other hand, has been very solid on that side of the ball. Their shot defense has been much, much better than Cal State Bakersfield for Hawaii, holding teams to a 46.9 effective field goal percentage as well as a 30.9 three-point percentage. So um, when we look at this game, Cal State Bakersfield is just straight up not a very good team. Hawaii at home in this game on senior night, you know, the last game on the island of this season, they're going to be looking to play a very solid basketball game. They shot the ball much better. Their defense has been much more solid this season. I don't think Hawaii has any problem covering six points in this game. So give me Hawaii minus six taking on Cal State Bakersfield. And that is it for Saturday's college basketball show. If you want to see more action for today, head over to hotdebest.com. Take a look at the computer model picks up on the website. Obviously, got college basketball, NBA, NHL, got the UFC card going on this weekend all from the computer model picks. So go take a look at all of those on the website. Also, follow the Hot Tidbits main account on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok to stay up to date with everything that's going on over there, as well as follow me at Hot Tidbits Chris on Twitter and Instagram so you don't miss out on any of the stuff that I'm putting out, as well as on the Best Damp app where you can get early access to all of the picks. Also, if you're watching here on YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, hit the bell notification so you don't miss out on any future content. And most importantly, drop a comment down below. Let me know who you're betting on for Saturday's college basketball card. Also, go take a look at today's UFC video. Got three picks for the fight card this weekend. Um, so go take a look at those. Got some great fights going on this weekend. And that wraps it up for today's show. Thanks for watching. I will see you guys tomorrow. <laughs>